Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Break It Down. It is myself, Alex McCarthy, alongside Kenny McIntosh, Inside the Ropes podcast, and our first since WrestleMania 39. Uh, I, unfortunately, have been on my deathbed since WrestleMania 39, but Kenneth has been in the fittest of health, but he's had a crisis of his own over WrestleMania 39 weekend, which I'm sure... We're going to jump into on this podcast. Welcome back, guys. Uh, plenty of content for us to jump into and talk about. And we're on the road to Money in the Bank now, really. I know there's backlash in between, but Money in the Bank is the next big one. Not Native Champions? <laughs> for UK yeah. people, it's Money in the Bank, for sure. Yeah, that's the big yeah. one, right? Like, it's one of the big five um, that we now count but anyway kenny how are you man i'm good i think you know we made a concerted effort we thought let's start a podcast and after two weeks let's take two weeks off that's the <laughs> let's keep that momentum going and uh, well well but... let's 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 tell the people why i guess um we didn't have podcasts because we didn't have one during mania right which i'll let you elaborate on in a second <laughs> and we didn't have one last week because i was fucked completely uh don't want to drop the f-bomb too much but that's a very warranted one i literally spent the whole week ill 
um, had like a bacterial infection. Um, and, and I've been, you know what it's like when you get dramatic with it, right? I I went to the hospital to get the antibiotics, made me all better. I read an article yesterday that there was a girl who came back from Australia, which is obviously not LA, mm-hmm. um, but I'm still making the tenuous link. Go for it. Um, she told the family that she'd felt unwell, exact same symptoms as me, right? Where she thought it was COVID like I did. I went and got a test. It was negative, And I thought, oh, what's going on here? Um, and then she died uh, two days later. Died, right? Bacterial meningitis or something it was, right? Obviously, I didn't have meningitis, I don't think. Um, but still, bacterial infection is what I did have. And um, I thought mm-hmm. to myself, Christ, you know, so there's, there's something going on. Something going on in the world, Kenny. I could have died. It right. makes me feel better because I'm a massive hypochondriac. So to know, a, that. <laughs> to know there's a fellow one out there is, is good to know. It's good yeah. to know I'm not alone on the island. I just, I just read that article and I was like, this is probably not even close to what I had. But, you know, either way, it's, I'm making the connection. It's like when you Google something that's wrong with you, you can always find cancer as an option yeah. if you want to find it. So it's just kind of, um, yeah. It's, but I'm glad well, you... Half of being a parent, Kenny... Uh, is googling right especially in the early <laughs> days it's like what does this mean what why are they doing this like how, why isn't this happening uh, and that's the same thing you figure out why but also you you think you might kill your child any second as well uh google giveth and taketh away trust well, me this is the other thing is you were not well but you also had two children to contend with oh uh, during the easter holidays by the way oh no <laughs> there was no reprieve and i'm sure your children are lovely but Two children on Easter holidays sounds like oh, because like I'm quite lucky with Hulk because if I'm not well, he kind of susses out that I'm not well and he just chills. For those unaware, Hulk being your dog. Yes, yes, of course. I mean, I wouldn't call a child Hulk. That would be too far. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it, my, yeah, my, basically, long story short, friend who hasn't heard my my thesis was uh, was ready to go to the airport to fly to LA and. My other half, who is who was also my cameraman, uh, couldn't find his passport, and we we're like, "What do we do?" So, but like at, at that point, there was still like various flights going to London, so we would be able to get out. We'd be able to get it in time. When we figured out he wasn't finding it, and it just he was not going to be finding it. It was then too late for me to go, and then I ended up in a dispute with British Airways because they because like if I was to. Basically, I was like, I'm not buying a new flight that's going to be like a grand to come out. Like I've because I told them beforehand, this is the situation. Blah blah blah. And they were like, well, you do have various options for what you can do with your flights, but then they kept hanging up on me constantly. Oh. So in the end, I managed to get the flights moved to Detroit for SummerSlam. So all is not lost in the end. But yeah, I w- it was very tough. My other half, Steve Gunn, he uh, felt horrible about the whole thing. Kept apologising every hour on the hour, mm. and um, yeah, I think it, it was tough. But like almost because I had a few days to kind of accept my fate. By the time WrestleMania came around, I was able to enjoy it. I never yeah. was selfish. I was like, "Oh no, Cody didn't win, and I wasn't there." Um, but you <laughs> <laughs> uh, know, I thought I thought the shows were great. Night one was obviously better than night two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, how how was it as a live experience? I'm guessing it was a, it was great. Feel free to rub it in. It, yeah, I mean, LA itself was great. It was the first time I'd been there. 
Um, and we got in on the Thursday and we obviously had like two days of media, some of which you guys will have checked out on Inside the Ropes YouTube channel. That's not all the interviews, but the, just the, the bulk of them is there. It's like MVP, The Miz, uh, Rhea Ripley, just again, over the two days. Ricochet, Braun Strowman. Ricochet, Braun. Um, also, Legado. Del Fantasma just before they became the LWO, basically Zelina on her own. Um, yeah, I mean there was there were some really good ones um, knocking around there, and that that was that basically comprised of the first two days. Made sure I saw some sites, like combined it with work where we had to do some like shooting on location, uh, the Santa Monica Pier and the Walk of Fame, all that good stuff. Um, so it was good. I, I felt I felt fulfilled by the time I came back, but. Um, yeah, did the Hall of Fame. A lot of the people that I was out there with, all the journalists that I had seen, you know, in, in these media rooms, you see them all, right? Like, so Sean Rossat was there. Uh, Alex for Queen of the Ring. Um, literally, like, you name somebody prevalent on wrestling media Twitter, and they were there. Um, but they all decided to go to the Ring of Honor show, right? The Supercard on the Friday night, whereas uh, I was basically locked in for WWE that week. <laughs> I had uh, I had already made that decision. So I got to sit there and watch Ric Flair <laughs> say Oscar is, uh, is, is, the, is the best about four times during someone else's speech. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, it was, it was, it was good. It was to good. Sort of Conan, Conan's speech was phenomenal. It was really good. Really. really one of the best speeches I've, I've ever heard. And then like, Having the Ray thing with the Dom and Rhea in, in the crowd and tying it in, it was, it was very, very good. Yeah, it, um, it, was, it was very well executed, actually, wasn't it? Before, I wanted uh, to ask you, though, because obviously, you know, I was watching it at home, but, like, when Cody didn't win, yeah, and then kind of the aftermath of that, that night when you're having drinks or the next day or whatever, like, what was the general consensus? Was the general consensus, you know, I get why now is not the time to do it? Was Was it, like... This is a big yeah. mistake. Like, what was the what was so? The... Um, so obviously during the both nights of, of WrestleMania, the media we had. Um, you may have seen like from photos that I posted on social. There's like a a box, right? Like a a long box that's not you know it's in the stadium, but it's not like in the crowd. So you're watching from like up above. But for the Roman Cody main event, because they want to usher you to the press conference after. They have you watch it on the floor. So just as they're coming down, making their entrance, you know, they had the big like red stairs that led up um, either side of the ramp. We were like next to that. And uh, the feet, like I've got to say for, for the, the main event match, I thought it was excellent, right? Really good. Bordering on that five-star material, I would have said. And the crowd was feeling it. There was like that electricity in the stadium that you can't, you know, you, you you can't buy that kind of atmosphere, right? That's what the, it's what everyone's striving for, but the magic was in the air. Um, and then as soon as Cody lost, right, <laughs> like a fart in church, man, it was like you could just, it just literally the whole stadium was like, oh, like, and all the journos that I were with were in complete shock, bearing in mind that, you know, these are some of the most kind of educated fans in the business, really, right? Like, a yeah. lot of these these wrestling medias, they've seen it all, done it all, see what's coming, know what's coming. Nobody appeared to know 
that that was what was going to happen. I certainly didn't. I was all in for a Cody win. Um, and everyone was just stunned, to be honest. And when you got to the media room, I think it was John Albert that asked a question basically along those lines, right? Saying like, does it in the aftermath or where, or where it looks like right now, is it, does it feel like the right kind of decision or how often do you go back and forth on these things? Uh, and I think Sean Ross has had a report since saying that he'd been locked in for, for weeks, basically that Roman was going to win. But even when we went back to the hotel that night, because we, we stayed the, where the talent stayed, right? The first person I actually saw was Edge. Um, he was he was sitting there with Beth and a, whole, a host of other people, like having having a drink in the hotel bar. Um, Seamus knocking around, like all, all of them were going about their business, really, just kind of um, you know enjoying themselves with a mania well done. But um, from a fan perspective, you could just tell that everyone was like, "Oh, what?" Like. If not Cody, then who? And I guess that feeling is still lingering now because it's kind of like, you know, I get that the Roman train isn't stopping yet and he's going to be a thousand days when they get to Puerto Rico. Is it? No, it's class champions. It'll be a thousand days yeah. in Saudi Arabia. Um, but I, I don't know how you felt, Kenny, but the general feeling around LA, every fan you spoke to, every media person I came across was like, if not Cody, then who? Yeah, I mean, my, my, I've kind of softened on it since. I think when, when it happened, I was like, I, I was, I, I, I was so confident Cody was winning that I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind that he wasn't. Yeah, I just thought well, he's absolutely winning it, and that's it. And then it's always that thing when something happens, you've got to kind of weed through. There's the two extremes. There's the people who will defend any, any WWE storyline that happens, no matter what, and there's the people who will bash WWE for anything no matter what so you can have yeah. to be like what is the like, what's going on and the the, the best person because I was like the next night you got put in the program with Brock which by the way can we just say people calling the Raw the night after Mania I know you were there so maybe maybe something happened I didn't see calling it one of the worst Raws of all time I just I do not understand it yeah I, I want to interject at this point I, I was um, so I was right by where the timekeeper sits Right, I had really good seats for the Raw after Mania. And when Brock was uh, assaulting Cody in the worst way, <laughs> I was literally right next to it. I had my phone out, like you know, one of those people that everyone moans about. Basically, <laughs> I was down there, like enjoying the moment. Um, I, I too came away saying, I, I thought it was a decent Raw, right? And uh, a couple of my friends were like, hey, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that good. And I said, well, I think I think maybe you don't do that if you're holding it to. the the, you know the candle of the greatest kind of roars after mania right where you go you expect like x amount of surprises and debuts and all of this stuff i said well, in isolation it was a good show even, still... as a po- even as a post mania raw sorry to interrupt but like, even as a post mania raw the post mania raw last year was no, it was much better than that it was much better than that and even if you go back to like 2018 which the night after it had like ronda Doing the armbar to Stephanie, or I think Ember oh, Moon. Page retired. Bobby Lashley debuted that one. Yeah, but like I would say, it was it was kind of as a show on par with that kind of raw. Yeah, like, and I think like would it would people really have walked away from that show thinking it was a hundred times better if Braun Breaker debuted? Because to me, it was like you had <laughs> the the Bad Bunny 
Ray Dom stuff that was advanced. You had the Cody Brock stuff. You had the Bianca Rhea face off. There was the Riddle return, which is that you want a return. There's a return. Oh. The tag like, match I, was great as well, by the way. The Sammy and KO against the Prophets. That was very so. Good. Like I just don't understand. Like I don't get me wrong. I, you know, in the past, if there's a, a decision or something that I think is bad, I would say it. I'm not. I'm not on a payroll to say something's good if it's not. But I was like. And then I think it's like people were rating it badly because Vince is back. And it's like, trust me, if it was up to me and I could make the decisions, I would prefer he was not around, obviously, mm. as most of us probably would if we had, if it was our decision to make, right? But it's not. So you have to, you know, you deal with it. But whether he had a hand in writing that episode of Raw or not, it was still a decent episode. So I just think to, you know, because I think it's actually on Cage Match, is like one of the worst rated Raws of all time. I'm like, you, it is so no, dumb. There, there were years of terrible rules. Like, <laughs> like, if you honestly think that was a terrible raw, you should go and see a doctor. Like, you are ill. It, yeah, it's it's not one, not one of the worst. Like, again, I'm not going to sit here and celebrate it as if, 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 if you know the greatest episode of all time, but it was good. It was a slightly above average episode of raw. Yeah, I, I left the arena feeling like it was good. Right, and, and that, just to that, put it. I'd circle back to my Cody point before I forget it. Is yeah, basically Cody's in that program with Brock, which I thought good. It's a good follow up for him because yeah. the follow up is what you care about. People were more into him, and it was Lance Storm. <clears throat> I was listening to him on Wrestling Observer talking about various things, and he said something. I was like, "That's it. It makes sense." He said, "Cody Rhodes is never in his career going to have a bigger storyline than I need to win the title my father never won." Yeah, and if he won it. I, I mean, there are plenty of opponents for him. So that argument that yeah, well, you can't win it because there's no opponents. I don't. I kind of hate. I kind of hate that point though. Of like, yeah, well, oh, I hate that as well. Yeah, but but at the same yeah. time, with Cody, if it's the biggest storyline he's ever going to have, and he's here for years and years and years, and you have an idea of how to prolong it and make it a big moment down the line, I don't have a problem with it. If that's what the plan is, which I assume that it is, because if they don't have plans for Cody, they're not putting him in. A Brock match at Backlash. They're not. No. They're not having them headline everything. So I think now that a few weeks have passed, I feel better about it than I did in the moment. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same. But my my initial gut feeling was they passed on Drew at Clash at the Castle. Right. Most of us expected them to do so. Right. We we didn't think Roman was probably going to drop it if it wasn't WrestleMania. But still, in the cauldron at that moment. A lot of us, myself included, thought it wouldn't be the worst idea if it was Drew. Like the like the, for the moment, right? And like trying to trying to take someone to because Drew Drew's a main eventer or by all accounts. But if you want to take someone to the quote unquote next level, um, a lot of us felt like that was a hot baby face, right? Maybe just for where it was, but it was a hot baby face. They passed on it. They then passed on Sami Zayn. Same similar situation where they're in Montreal, but undeniably he's been getting those reactions all around America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sami Zayn, the hottest baby face they'd had in forever. You know, way hotter than Drew was going into the Clash of the Castle, by the way. And coming as, at the apex of one of the greatest storylines of the past decade, maybe more. They passed on that as well. So, well, they, and it was myself included saying, oh, well, maybe you get Sami Zayn into the main event and maybe you do that, you know, go with the hottest hand. You, know, I could, you, you can sit here now and I can say, well, I was wrong because the tag things worked out great. But still, you thought they did all of that 
because they had Cody, basically, right? He was going to come back, win the Rumble, the biggest, the great storyline, finish the story, all of that stuff. That's the guy, right? And then almost against the odds when Sammy was super hot. Weeks later, it turns out Cody gets super, super hot. And heading <laughs> into WrestleMania, everybody is like, you know what? It is Cody. Cody is the guy. And everyone's convinced. And all of a sudden, you think, okay, maybe WWE have got this one right. Only for them to pull the rug out again at the last minute. Now, there's there's nothing wrong, wrong with the rug being pulled out at the last minute, really. Like, you know, I remember when The Rock was hot as fuck in 98. And we were finally cheering for the guy they want us to cheer for. And they flipped him, right? And he was the heel champion. And everyone was like, ah, oh, that's a bit. You know, bear in mind, I was like 10. But still, mm-hmm. you know, you, you look back and you watch it. Everyone was kind of, you know, confused. Why would you flip him at this moment? Um, and ultimately, that worked out being for the best but again putting your faith in in equity and long-term WWE stuff at this point has a lot less kind of weight behind it right and I my argument at the time was you're going to pass on those three red hot baby faces to end Roman Reigns's tenure as the champion I hate saying Roman Reigns's reign um (laughs) then (laughs) then it's like okay Whatever the grand master plan is, right? Whatever the final destination is, that has to be like a masterpiece of a story to justify passing up what they have done thus far. Because all three of those decisions you could have justified. Well, to play to play devil's advocate, I don't disagree with with parts of that, but like I almost feel that Roman losing the title, I'm trying to make a comparison. I'm always really bad at analogies. So I'll just make another bad one. So it's <laughs> like if you go on a great night out, right? And you're having a really great time. And you think, will I have one more drink or will I go home? What's the sweet spot? What's the perfect spot? And it's like, you had Drew and it was like, I think I'm going to have one more. You had Sammy, I am going to have one more. Cody seems like the last drink of the night, but you're having another one. And it's like the businesses, their business has never been hot. Well, it's, it's been hotter, but like it's not been hotter in years. Mm. They're selling out shows more than they have for years. They're doing house shows that are pulling in seven and a half thousand people with Cody on top. So I feel like maybe the idea is if if this is what's working and Cody's on the chase and Reigns is the champion, do we want to mess with it yet? Or do we want to do we want to keep it going for as long as we can? To, to get the maximum results. So while for us as fans, like, oh, what's the best story? It's like maybe they're thinking about what's the best business way for us to get as much out of all of this as we can. I mean, but then I was going to ask you, one of your favorites, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. If the, if, if, if the Rock is at WrestleMania next year and he's the one to dethrone him, because a lot of people I know were, would like, throw things at me before I can finish that sentence. But you're a big rock fan. Is that something you would want to see? Would you want him uh, involved in that? No, I wouldn't want to see that. Uh, I mean, I, I'm the biggest rock fan ever, and I still think the way he took it off Punk and went into Cena was pretty terrible. Um, like, you know, I was all great to see the rugby WWE champion one more time, but at the expense of, at that point, a historic title run for CM Punk and just a really lazy way to get back into Cena, right? Like when, when the rock won, I can't remember what went first on that Royal Rumble. Like if the rock wins, I think it's the rock wins the rock main event with punk and maybe Cena had won the rumble earlier in the night, whichever way around it happened, you could just telegraph it a mile off. Right. Like, Oh, 
Okay. It was, the, it was the people's el- the, the problem was that Punk lost to just people's elbow. That was the issue. Mm. He lost in a way that was like it was like when Rusev lost to Cena at WrestleMania 31. It was like one A. That's it. Yeah, that's- and that's it. Thanks for coming. But then yeah, do you, I- what do you think? I mean, do you think in terms of them? Because obviously they they are doing as well as they've done in years and years and years with Roman on top and Cody being this guy who's doing all the shows. Is there an element? Do you think of? this has still got legs, let's not... Well, I, I think that's that's something to think about, right? Like, we've spoken about it for the for maybe 20 minutes now, purely of the other side of the champion. Who, who's going to win and who, who's going to be next and, and you know, how is he going to lose it? But this is all, on the other side, part of Roman Reigns' kind of legendary run. This is his career-defining run, right? Like, that's going to stand the test of time for a long, long time. It's not just the matches that he's had, but he's had, you know, that fantastic story with the bloodline of Sami Zayn that's been a part of it that's then jumped into Cody Rhodes leading into this WrestleMania. So it's been like a real legendary stretch for the hill turn that everybody wanted for so long. People aren't going to forget this angle. So it's as much about Roman as it is about whoever's next, okay? But I, the, the Rock match is one of those that we thought originally they wanted when it was 37 was meant to be in Hollywood, didn't happen. You assumed with Hollywood being this year that that was the next one that they were targeting, didn't happen. If it if, if it's going to be 40, I, I, I mean, I, a lot of people argue that you do need the belt involved. I'm not so certain that you do. But it still needs to be a part of Roman's kind of run before his top run on top is done. Because... Whenever this title run is done. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. What do you do with Roman after that? He probably go. He probably becomes like a Brock Lesnar esque attraction. I think he'll become a big baby face once that's done. No, you will, but it, but it's like okay, what are you can do chase the title. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's it's it becomes a a difficult thing. So uh, I do think you need the Rock Clash. You know, as like the Hogan Rock of this generation. Yeah, before. you don't. You, I, I don't think you need the title at all. I, I think know, that I'm with you, I think. but I do think you need that match to kind of cap yeah. off this incredible bloodline storyline. And also, if the Rock isn't having that match, he isn't having any other match. Like he's he's done if that's the case, which again would make me sad. But I I just think it's right there. The storyline is perfect for it. The Rock has openly said he wants to do it or would do it. So it's kind of like they must have a plan of when that's going to happen or what the holdup is there. 
But again, I, I, it, it cannot be somebody like The Rock who wins the title from him. Similarly, like I've seen people make the case for like a Rollins or you know, and I love Seth, but it's like he's been champion a lot, right? Like it, it would, be, it'd need to be like a Cody or somebody that they wanted to make to be the next guy, whoever that may be. It might not be someone we can see just yet. But yeah. um, would you yeah. expect like on on? A, I mean, this is me just using any sort of experience I've got in my mind. So this is like on a, you know, 10 million times smaller scale than WWE booking Roman Reigns, obviously, but it's like if I'm doing a live show, right, and I'm doing a, a show in front of a crowd. And I'll use Belfast as an example because they are the rowdiest, no matter what. Like Every time they're the loudest, they shout in between questions. It's just, it's a rowdy, rowdy bunch, right? And they're, they're, they're great, but they, they want to be part of the show, right? And when you do a show in Belfast, the entire time, you're walking a tightrope right. because they could take over that show right. at any moment. So I've got to make the decision of when to move something on, keep something going. So like if we're telling a story and it's it's fun, like do we keep it going or not? Like I remember doing a show with Bischoff in Newcastle and he'd had a couple of beers, so I knew he was on good form. Mm. And we were we were talking about like some bad decisions that had been made in WCW. And it was like, in my brain, I just intuitively thought, I think this is the time to kind of fuck with him a wee bit and he'll go for it. So I just said, you know, on the back of that, Eric, I just wanted to know, um, what made you decide that, you know, WCW had to sign Tatanka in 1996? And he just laughed (laughs) because he thought I was going somewhere more serious. But I'd read in my mind, the crowd, that this was something they would like and he would... And I feel like on like a 10 million times bigger scale, WWE are trying to read when do we finish this thing that we've been doing for years that's making us all this money, that, that's doing really well, and they're trying to find this best, you know, because clearly they didn't think WrestleMania was, was the moment to do it for yeah. whatever reason. Because I guess when you do it, when 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 he does drop the belt, the storyline is, is either winding down very quickly or it's done. So... Because you can't really have Roman lose and then the bloodline continues on as normal. No, but that was the other thing, right? Like, the bloodline looked like it was crumbling after night one, which kind of made night two even better because you didn't... that you did The, the whole you didn't see it coming is underrated thing in wrestling when when it works. Um, and But I think that was it here. You kind of thought, well, it is crumbling from the inside now. And Sami Zayn and KO, and especially when they got involved in the finish... And you thought, well, yeah, it's all tying together lovely here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It, 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 that is an underrated element of this kind of whole tale is the business that the bloodline on top has done. And like you said, as a, you know, Cody now as well. And when people chase, I mean, there's so many examples over the years of people chasing, doing really well, and then people on top, maybe not doing as well. And it's, I mean, it's not to say that Cody, I, I think Cody would do well as champ I think he would 100% but yeah I just think that they've I hope that there is a there is an idea of like because like, you know you said earlier on that people thought oh Vince has changed the finish Vince has changed it and he's got Roman to retain but in reality it had been that way for weeks so it was yeah. a Triple H call I just hope that Triple H in his mind knows exactly who Roman's dropping the belt to it's just a question of what night are we doing it and what's the story to lead to it I just hope that behind the scenes, it's not a case of, 
well, who should it be? I hope they know. I, I think it might be that. I think it might be a case of everything you just alluded to, where it's like, it's going really well. And there's more mileage in this. And, you know, whether they think, they might know it's Cody. They might know that. But they want to save it for a different occasion. I personally think a run like this will only end at a WrestleMania. But now you've got the added kind of bonus with the fans that even if you think it's a lock for the next WrestleMania, the last WrestleMania will will, will hang in your head where you go, well, I thought it was going to be then as well. So mm-hmm. they, they've kind of got that equity now where it's you know almost like streak-esque. Where you're like, oh, is it is it gonna, is it going to be this one or is it not? Um, so I, I I don't see him dropping it outside of a WrestleMania at all. I know that we uh, I know we don't have time to talk about much else, but I feel like before we go, we should we should we should say the word CM Punk and and, and talk. <laughs> yeah, about it. Um, let's get the therapy session out of the way. All right, okay, let's let's quickly finish <laughs> on, on CM Punk. Um, it looks like AEW are going to be launching a show on Saturdays that, if reports to be to believe, is going to initiate a semblance of a brand split that would see CM Punk perhaps spearheading the Saturday show and you'd obviously get the Elite uh, sticking to Wednesdays. It'll be another two-hour show. Looks like the plans for Punk's return have been put into motion, according to Sean Rossap. Um... It looks like the, it's underway, basically. We've spoke about this on this show a couple of times, talking about how we feel like it would be good for AEW, um, you know, and, and it's a better product with him back. Uh, Kenny, is this the way to do it? I don't know if it's the way to do it, but I'll try and make this as short a point as I can and say it as succinctly as I can. It's a business, and CM Punk is the biggest draw they have. He moved numbers on pay-per-view, well, the pay-per-views he was involved in were the biggest they've ever done. Yep. When he was on TV, they had the biggest ratings they ever did. If you're somebody who is online saying you hate CM Punk and he shouldn't be back, that's your call. I'm not trying to defend what he did at the brawl. The fight, it's one of those things where I don't know exactly what happened in what order, and if you're going to take one person's side as to what happened, then I think that's a dangerous thing because you don't really know the order mm-hmm. of what happened. Um, but the crucial example that I want to draw, that I drew on Twitter, that's so true. Could these people handle Shawn Michaels in 1997? Yeah. Because on a weekly basis, yeah. he was in arguments and disputes. And he had back, him and Bret Hart had a backstage fight where they were tearing each other's hair out for real. And two weeks later, they were working together on TV because they're what? Professionals. Mm-hmm. And these executive vice presidents are not willing to put their stuff aside to have Punk in the company. To me, if they were just talent, the elite, I mean, and if I was the elite, I wouldn't like them either. But if if I was the elite and I was just talent, I would be like, I don't want to work with them. So in that case, have the separate show. They're EVPs. They should accept that it's best for the company, it's best for the business, and 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 do it. And if they don't, if Tony Khan, because Tony Khan went to big lengths here to try and get Punk back, and I mean, to me, I mean, we obviously, you and me will probably end up watching both shows because it's our job to watch wrestling and talk about it whatever, but I think there'll be a lot of fans who'll kind of go, I can watch AEW without the Elite. Great. Saturday nights are for me. So I think that having the two separate shows is probably good for people to kind of get more of what they want, but I think it is, I think there's a danger of uh, 
having having them separated because they're going to have to be together at pay per views. What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, the same in, in many ways. I've got two points really I want to make. The the money angle is obviously the elite and punk. <laughs> like obviously, that's mm-hmm. that's the best that you've got. If you can't get to that point, right? And <laughs> I don't know. They, they must have been. This this show must have been in the pipeline anyway. I'm, I'm sure they didn't just create yeah. it. Um, but if you have to separate them like that, can I add one little thing? And they're just I'm curious what you think about it. Do you think CM Punk versus the Elite would be good though? Because they're they are not good actors, and he is a realism type of character. Would they be able to bring it in a realistic way on promos? I, I think Kenny's got great history of being able to convey emotion and tell incredible stories. And I know that this would be like a real thing. Um, but I would have faith that he could pull that out. Um, as far as the wider elite goes with the Young Bucks, I, don't, I, I just, I don't think there's any reason to say that they wouldn't be able to hang. Um, and I just think it'd be very compelling TV as the, because you don't know how much they would be working together or not. It seems like not, right? So, and Ke- Tony Khan has a real history of like Wild West with these sorts of things where, oh, he didn't know what they were going to say. And then there was lots of heat backstage and you think maybe you should have, uh, <laughs> maybe you should have got some bullet points. But um, yeah, I, 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 that is where the money is without a doubt. Like, And it'd be weird if Punk comes back and then you just kind of ignore it for the longest time. Um, if they want to do 90,000 at all in or whatever they're looking to do or hoping to do there, that's their best bet. But you know, I've seen all kinds of weird things talking about, well, put Willow Spray on top or whatever. And it's like, well, I love Willow Spray, but come on now. So I'm going to, you know, if you don't just put a Brit on top and you get Bulldog in 92, you don't. Um, but also, it's uh, it, my other thing with the punk and elite scuffle is I'm kind of on. <laughs> Just, just this is just by default, right? Like, and I've got no evidence to to back this up. But Kenny, Kenny Omega saved the the dog, so I'm with I'm with Kenny, I guess. But like, then, you, but then there's also if somebody touched my dog, I'd go. Man. I mean, I, I'm not saying I would hit them, but like we we don't know. This is the problem. It's like we're forming opinions or people that we are behind based yeah. on not really knowing the story, right? I, I literally don't know. Like, I've, ne- I've none never. Of us, none of us know. I've never inquired with people in AEW that I know or anything like that about what happened. And just going off like the various stuff that came out, I've literally, that's literally one version of events where the fight had already broken out and Kenny Omega like saves Punk's dog from the carnage. Um, <laughs> we no should idea. mention though, uh, the smartest man in wrestling, Chris Jericho, who wants, who's going to have a meeting with Punk and work with him. Just watch him work people. Uh, you know, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yes. Yes, very much so. Um, people will roll their eyes, I think, at that. But um, but it's true. I mean, he's, it, he's no. No, I mean, I mean, they'll roll their eyes at the prospect of Jericho getting another like nine month feud out of someone. <laughs> um, but you know, and also Jericho has said like, "Oh, you'll never see me work like people that I worked programs with in WWE, like you know, like a Christian or a Matt Hardy." But you know, they're not seeing Punk, are they? So you'd uh, he'll change his tune for that, I'm sure. Um, yeah. He knows what he was doing with that. Uh, similarly, I know I need to finish this podcast, brother. Um, it has been yeah. a joy, though. And we do have some interviews in the coming weeks that are planned uh, with the upcoming WWE pay-per-views and, of course, AEW on the horizon as well. Double or nothing, not that far away, actually. 
Um, so yeah, we are going to be bringing more interviews. But this week it was just the couple of Max uh, having a chat. Kevin. And maybe maybe one of these weeks I'll get an interview in here. You never know. I might try and shove one in, try and use my political power to <laughs> to get an interview of mine put in there when I do one. Do it, mate. We'll do see. it. Dust off that microphone. <clears throat> anyway, not that I'm jealous about Ellie. So anyway, yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate appreciate being had. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have you. This is a this is a, a two man power trip, as it were, Kenneth. Um, many years on, although hopefully it doesn't end with a quad tear in Steve Austin on Death's doorstep. But either way, thank you very much, guys, for joining us here on Break It Down. We'll be back next week and every week, hopefully from now on, barring. Uh, tra- travel disasters and illnesses. But uh, thank you very much for stopping by with us. And uh, from myself and Kenny, we will catch you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.